everybody, this is Chip and Mike with The Drinking Texas Podcast. The episode you're about to hear was originally broadcast on The Drinking Texas radio show. The recording remains mostly intact, but with the music edited out due to streaming licensing issues. And I removed that clip of Chip saying that he didn't feel like having a beer. Hey, I never said that. Not as far as anyone listening to this podcast knows. (laughs) If you want to hear the show, complete with the music included... Tune in to The Drinking Texas Radio Show Thursdays on KBSR Black Sparrow Digital Radio from Taylor, Texas. Meanwhile, enjoy the show. And stay excellent. This is The Drinking Texas Radio Show on Black Sparrow Digital Radio. So grab a beer and have a seat and join two of the best drinking buddies you could ever ask for. That's Chip and Mike. Hey, everybody. This is Chip and Mike with The Drinking Texas Radio Show on KBSR, Black Sparrow Digital Radio out of Taylor, Texas. Thank you all for joining us. Mike, how you doing today? I am uh, I- I'm recovering. Man. Recovering? Because yeah, as you know, you know, woke up this morning to play a little golf. Uh-huh. And uh, man, the only thing I didn't hit hard was the ball. Jesus. <laughs> so are you talking about the beer we drank or the whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wasn't talking about either of it, oh, okay. um, but yes, yeah. absolutely yes. How you doing? I'm fantastic, man. Uh, we are usually in uh, Taylor, Texas, but we hit the road uh, for a wedding, and we are in St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And guess what we have? I bet you we've got guests. We do have guests. It is uh, two what we're going to call bourbon experts. They no, I, would, I think I think it's enthusiasts. No, it's, it's experts. All right. You yeah. guys are experts. Yeah, they are officially experts because we said it. Yes. Yeah. Brad Spar and Scott Roush. How are y'all doing today? We're doing fine. Thanks no, you got to get to the microphone. Oh, there you go. Both yes. of you. Doing very well. Thank you. Doing well. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being on. And you brought some bourbon with you. Um, what are we Always. drinking today? I'm drinking the Garrison Brothers right now. That's what you brought. Right. Yes. But I also brought some Colonel Taylors and some... Where is it? Where is it? Breckenridge. Breckenridge. Yes. yes. Single, single barrel. barrel. Oh. He couldn't afford all the barrels, so he got the single barrel. That's it nice. Is, but it's the best barrel. Yes, he got the best barrel. Tried to get it. Yeah. And then I brought a new whiskey, new riff, uh, that was given to me as a gift by the wedding party. And uh, two small batches, Elijah Craig and Stranahan's. And I'm currently drinking the Elijah Craig small batch, which I like a lot. Nice. Right, you said that that's the uh, small batch that you're drinking the most of right now, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, so it's got to be good. It's it's uh, It packs a wallop. It's sitting at 136 proof in this bottle. So oh, it's, uh, nice. it's a nice pour. <laughs> nice. Uh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the Garrison Brothers right oh, now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You yep. said that. I'm I've sorry. had it before, but it's been a while. Yeah. So I think he was talking to me. It's just that, that I was looking at you. Yeah, so. you know, the goofy one. <laughs> it's attached to my face. But I'm drinking. Uh, so I, I went local as far as Missouri goes. I'm drinking the Wood Hat. Uh, it's a uh, Bloody Butcher Red Corn Whiskey, 100% corn, red corn, uh, single barrel, cask strength, uh, not for the weak. Yep, absolutely. I've got the new riff. Uh, it is absolutely fantastic, and I'm I'm backing it since we are drinking Texas with a uh, pearl, <laughs> pearl man. Yeah. That's right. I did notice that beer <laughs> chaser. Yeah, you got to I mean, since we've been doing that all day, might as well finish the rest of the all night right. like that. All right. So no secrets. I'm actually having a St. Arnold five o'clock pills <laughs> as well because it's five o'clock and I love yeah. pills. So Brad and Scott, um, being the experts that we just declared y'all to be. Um, what is the difference between bourbon and whiskey? Great question. So, Oh, don't pump him up like that. Yes. So for bourbon, you'd have to have it where it has to be aged in a new oak barrel. Mm-hmm. has to be at least 51% corn in their mash. Okay. 
um, has to be made in the United States. And then also you can't barrel it in anything other than 120, uh, up to 125 proof. Okay. Yeah. Mm. What about whiskey? Whiskey is really... It's, it's different. It's, it's anything bourbon. goes. You're a bourbon right? expert. Same process, <laughs> but you can have a different mash bill, if you will. Yeah. Some high rye, some high barley. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. You're yeah. seeing a lot of the smaller places reuse barrels. They're doing it yeah. in stainless steel. There's new processing techniques. Uh, it's it, it really is. It's more of a, a craft. A craft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I, I've, I've heard of people doing that with in the, uh, in the steel barrels. Uh, I want to say... I oh I'm not I'm not going to say that because I could be wrong. Mm, yeah, um, <laughs> that's never stopped him before. Yeah, no. Uh, I think I know still, where you're going. No, still I think oh, still oh, in yeah, Austin. Still in Austin. Um, yeah, was doing that at least for their uh, for their moonshine. Right. Or for their. They're for their actually tour. releasing their first bourbon. I've tried it. It's really good. Really, yeah. I think it releases this month. I don't know if it, yeah. the actual unveiling has happened, but where, where did you think I was going? Oh, I was going to say that um, you know. All bourbon um, is a whiskey, but not all whiskeys are bourbons. So. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, you know, Jefferson Jefferson is uh, doing those ship releases where they put it on the ship. That's it, a little weird, a little quirky for me, but, I mean, it tastes good, so, I'm, you know, who cares? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. So, uh Another question on bourbon, because I'm, I'm trying to learn as much as I can. Every drink I take, I try and learn something. Um, my head's going <laughs> to get huge. Um, so, so bourbon, it follows those rules, but they are, they're, they're finishing them now, right? So you can get a bourbon in, in a, a sherry or a rum or a port or, you know, uh, and, and there's, there's other, other things that they're doing too that aren't strictly... It's getting really creative right yeah. now. Yeah. Or it has been for the last couple of years since this big boom came about. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the requirements, as long as you meet those requirements, right. it's called in bourbon. But I've seen it finished in sherry casks, um, vermouth casks, uh, mm-hmm. uh, anything. Yeah, there's so many new there's so many new uh, companies out there that it, it seems like everybody's trying to do a, a, something a little bit different Yeah, um, just to try to get their name out there. So what, what got you all started on bourbons? Uh, Pappy, at, uh, <laughs> after a concert with Brad one night, and uh, it's been down that road ever since. Yeah. It also goes back. Um, our sons have grown up and played baseball and everything into the uh, traveling, you know, baseball realm. Right. Uh, we went on the bourbon trail. Yeah. Back when they were nine years old, college age now. But anyway, going to the bourbon trail and seeing how it was made and the process and then starting the sampling and kind of getting, oh, this is something I like. <laughs> and so that's just led over the last 10, 12 years to just exploring the bourbon world. So you mentioned Pappy. Is that, do y'all have a single, and this is a, this is a tough question. Um, do y'all have a single favorite bourbon that y'all have tried that you're like, holy shit, this is, this is what I'm, I'm judging every other bourbon off of. I don't have a specific go-to one. Okay. There's a lot of good ones out there. Right. All different price ranges. Um, I think probably one of my best is Raquel Farms is a good one. It's made by Buffalo Trace also. Mm-hmm. Um, any of the Weller 12s. I've not had that one yet. Yeah. I've had most Buffalo Trace. I haven't had that. Yeah. I haven't even heard of that. Or Raquel Farms? It, it's usually a special release that they have. Okay. Um, every few years, but yeah. For oh. me, it's uh, Brad's Bottle of Elmer Tilly, like that. Like I like it more than Trace. I like Pappy. I like uh-huh. it more, and typically when I taste something, I'll say, "Well, that's close. That's that's a and that's a, I mean, unicorn bottle." Like trying to get a hold yeah. of that I, is, is also a Buffalo Trace. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
And the taste changed also over right. the years. I've been more of a weeded guy before, you know, with the Maker's Mark, kind of getting into that and then exploring. Buffalo Trace has a lot of the weeded bourbons. But now I'm more into the rye because I like the spicier, the peppier and pepper notes. Right. Uh, <laughs> the, the rye is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I I bought a bottle of Elmer T. Lee a while back, uh, set it in the back of my cupboard, and forgot about it. Ooh. Yeah, it's still there. I, I found it the other day. I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I got to put that on the open market right now. <laughs> yeah, huh? no. yeah, it's a that's a, that's a great bottle. It's yeah, a tough, and you just can't find it. I mean, it's like I mean, Stag is going for one twenty nine. Uh, you used to be able to find that for. I mean, it's just. Oh uh, yeah, it's yeah. A, the last one I bought it was right around thirty dollars, and uh, it was my golfing bottle. Mm-hmm. You know, because, well, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but it has a screw top. Does the Elmer T have a screw top? Because that's kind of how I picked yes, it. it. I need so, I need something I could put in my golf bag that wouldn't leak. So I, I'm pretty sure that was it. And and so I I drank that all the time. And I go, oh, I need another one of these. <laughs> so somewhere between my paying thirty bucks for this bottle that I just walked into a store and bought, yeah. and finishing that bottle and going to replace it. Yet yeah, no, I had to. I, I haven't seen one in the store since then. That was two years ago. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, we we both got them at uh, Costco, in yeah, yeah. right right there in uh, Austin, which. It's one of those weird things that you walk into Costco. I shouldn't say this because I, <laughs> right. I won't say I won't say what days that they uh-huh. get they stock their shelves. But every now and then you walk in there and they've got some off the wall bottle that they shouldn't have. But you're like, holy crap! Yeah. For thirty bucks, because they they sell it at cost. They don't sell it as the markup like a smaller store would. They sell it at you know their cost plus whatever they need to make off of it. So you go in there and you get a bottle of Elmer T. Lee. I think it was actually for twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know, I think you're right. Yeah, you uh, find a bottle of, of Eagle Rare for twenty nine still. I you, I actually did that maybe three weeks ago. I because I just out of habit. Anytime in that I'm in that part of town, I will just I'll park and walk through the liquor store. That's not some place you're going to go. I, I got to go get a bottle. This because they're not going to have it. It changes. Mm-hmm. I, I I walked in and right at the counter, right as the, the, where you they check you out right by the door. Bottle of Eagle Rare sitting on top there. I walked by and just grabbed it and kept right on walking. The two guys that yeah. walked in front of me stopped, turned and looked at me, and they got holy shit. We just walked right by that. And I go yeah, yeah well, you did. Now, sorry, yeah, twenty eight dollars. I see that you guys. I mean, it, it, it's typically out of Texas or something, but there's a site I follow on like Instagram, and they'll post found this here's the price uh-huh. you like can't believe i got it for this mm-hmm. and these, it's costco all the time and they're finding i mean that's it doesn't happen here so it, so it you literally wanna, does not happen here. do y'all have a costco here mm-hmm. do they have a liquor store next to it it's inside this it's inside the costco. okay mm-hmm. um we'll talk afterwards we'll tell you when to go check <laughs> yeah. um, we so uh not this past december the december before they had uh a drawing for pappy uh, for the for the Buffalo Trace um, antique collection, uh, so we showed up. I a friend of mine told me about this because we we would have known it was kind of on the down low. Uh, we went in there and signed up. You got had to stick around. They did a they were do supposed to do a drawing every hour for a bottle. Then more people showed up. More people showed up. They finally shut it down and and started doing it every fifteen fifteen minutes, minutes yeah. right. Um, at Costco. Yes. Okay. At Costco. Is I it ended a up, standalone liquor store? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to Yes. It. Yeah, it has to be I in Texas. I think that might be a difference yeah. because ours it's, is like going in the grocery store. It's, it's just, no, well, it's connected to the building, but yeah. you don't. it's separate. a separate entrance. Okay. You don't need a membership to get but in there. It, the that. reason it is in Texas is because it has to be. Okay. Um, if it was part of the grocery store itself, inside, uh, they would have to shut the whole thing, the whole grocery store down on Sundays. 
because the liquor stores in there, they consider the liquor store to take precedence over everything else. Well, so they have yeah. to they have to keep it separate. Plus, you're not allowed to sell liquor in a grocery store in Texas. Okay, so it, they have to keep it separate. And there's a couple of states that are like that. Um, but on that drawing, I ended up getting a bottle of it was 2018 William uh, Weller Larue, which was voted the best bottle of uh, bourbon that year. And you got. Uh, I got a yeah, I got a stag. Yeah, paid paid a hundred dollars, nice. essentially a hundred dollars a piece for him. Yeah, wow. But yeah. yeah, I don't know how many people were in there. They only had eight bottles, I think, and I got yeah. one and he got one. Yeah, <laughs> so the way I it was great. Mine too, yeah, raffles. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, and it's it was absolutely nuts. And we've been, you know, it's one of those crazy things where we've been waiting for the perfect day to open these up, and every day is the perfect day, but we've never found it. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're just sitting there staring at these bottles going, we could die tomorrow and never have tried these. <laughs> yeah. And I know we could sell them for a couple grand a piece, but I don't, I, I don't want to sell I them. I want to drink mine. Yeah. Next trip to Missouri, you yeah. should bring them with you. We'd love to enjoy them with you. <laughs> okay. See? Yeah, yeah, we've got, yeah. Also, it's very interesting to do blind taste tests with uh-huh. those. Oh, it's yeah. just three or four different ones. Yeah. Yeah, we've done that. Sometimes they win, sometimes they don't. Some right. We we did a... Uh, funny, we've never picked the pappies out of the batch either. No. Like that was <laughs> we the yeah. 15-year one. We, we did a uh, blind taste test on one of our shows a while back. It, it, you know, it'd be interesting to do that after, you know... I, do we have time? We might. No, have time. We are not going to have time uh, uh, to do that afterwards. Mm-hmm. After we uh, rec- after we do this, um, but we had Old Crow, uh, Four Roses, Single Barrel, Single Barrel Select, and, and Blantons, and Blantons, and the two of us that were doing the taste test picked Old Crow mm-hmm. as the smoothest. It, I went with the smoothest. I could. I should have known because I've. I you know. I I know bourbon halfway decent, not like you guys, but. Um, the heat on the four roses and the Blanton should have given them away, but the smoothness, I, I just, that's the one I picked. I could drink that stuff all damn day. Uh, you said you were at Friar Tucks earlier. That, uh-huh. I saw it on the bottom shot, like eleven ninety nine. is what yeah. they had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw, uh, what was it, Old Granddad Bonded yeah. down yeah. there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is also a... It, it's we'll, a we'll get fantastic, into the, but yeah, we'll get into the uh, value bourbons here in a little while. But well, you know, we've got we've got a song coming up that that kind of captures the mood of what we're talking about here. But yep. before we go to the music, I want to I want to ask everybody just real quick question because you know we're bourbon guys. Uh-huh. Uh, Chip, how many bottles do you have in your collection at home? Oh gosh, I probably have right now because I've I've slacked. Uh, probably fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen twenty. Me, I've got uh forty eight. Yep, I think I think I think my bar top my bar top holds forty eight bottles. Uh, who's <laughs> I don't be down from his. But. Yeah. Well, let's know. well then let's go. Well, let's, let's go. go yeah. I I count so I got I went through just to see and I did have a bottle of that BSB that we were talking about last night, which <laughs> I don't count as whiskey, but uh, I have sixty eight bottles right now. Sixty eight plus a five gallon barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I have close to two hundred. Winner, oh, shit. Yeah. winner! Yes, I've taken over my wife's curio cabinet, and china cabinet, and everything. In so, the living room. Uh, what is now? This isn't going to say the best, and I probably shouldn't ask this, but I'm gutting because you know I'm an asshole. Uh, what's the most expensive bottle you have? Probably the twenty year old Pappy. Holy shit! You got a bottle of twenty year? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's oh. the one I got in the raffle. Oh wow! So I paid just regular yeah. MSRP for that. So one. we yeah. can so, we can totally do that old crow taste test over there after the yeah. show. Yeah, absolutely. That one's not open. <laughs> you have a fifteen year one. We could yeah. try that one. We yeah. That's uh, gosh. All right. 
Chip. Oh, I just, I, I just started, I lost my train of thought thinking about that. <laughs> you know what that must be? Mm. You're listening to the Drinking Texas Radio Show on KBSR, Black Sparrow Digital Radio in Taylor, Texas. Now, if everyone except for Chip can keep their pants on, we can continue. Mm. <laughs> hey, everybody, thanks for sticking with us. This is the Drinking Texas Radio Show. I'm Chip, that's Mike, and with us today are Brad Spar and Scott Roush. I'm claiming them as uh, bourbon experts. They're starting to convince me. Yeah, from right here in St. Louis, Missouri. I almost said St. Louis, Texas. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll I mean, keep drinking until we are experts. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> until this is Texas, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> or both. <laughs> so, guys, uh, we mentioned we mentioned the bourbon trail earlier. Y'all, y'all said that y'all have been on it. Uh, we, we have not. Yeah, Mike and I have not been on it. Uh, we really want to go. Uh, can, can you tell us about it? Uh, what what did you like? What did you? I, I'm not going to say not like because you know it's bourbon. <laughs> so um, yeah. yeah, some tell, stories tell, from the road, yeah. man. Yeah, it, it's spread out quite a ways. There's different distilleries all over the place. Louisville is probably the best place to go to get the most concentration of uh, distilleries, both old and new. Um, what was our first stop? We did. Weller, I think we did it? Weller was yeah. our first stop. Yes, in Bardstown because it was close to the ball field. Is our mm-hmm. right? Played travel ball, um, and yeah, that was just kind of started the whole, you know. And they were pretty small still. Like when you went there, it really set up a. It felt like a, a family run place. I mean, they had the the rack houses and that were great. I mean, it was a neat walk through, and it really set my expectation for the next ones we went to. And then you feel like when you went to the bigger corporate, it felt like that, right? right. You had that in the back, in the back of your head. And, uh, since then we've been back. I mean, that was what, I mean, what, seven years ago? Yeah, at least. Mm-hmm. And at least. going back, they've expanded. Obviously Weller's been doing very well. Uh, at the time they were sourcing barrels and now they're putting out a lot of their own. Um, and when you go into the corporate places now, after going back there, they're starting to take on that feel. They're putting, they're, they're feeling their success. So it, right. it, it's, it's sad, but it, it's, it's still good yeah. for them. I mean, they're, they're doing well. Yeah. Well, well, there's a tough bottle to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. They are. It's interesting to see the history behind it as you go on those tours, um, seeing the process of how it's made, mm-hmm. um, how long it takes to just age those barrels. Right. Yeah, you don't realize that until they say this one's been here for 10 years. Yeah. Know. Giant <laughs> bats of beer that you can yeah. stick your fingers in and taste as it's going before. I oh. mean, it's 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 it look it's like an Olympic-sized swimming pool of beer just sitting there waiting for you to walk by and uh, it's it's a it's it's a neat place to visit. Oh, yeah. That that's that's amazing. What was your was Willow your favorite stop? In the beginning, I would still say it's Buffalo probably Trace one of my there. best, and then Buffalo Trace. I mean, how do you like? You just can't walk through that and, right. and see it. Just this past spring, though, we were at uh, Wild Turkey, mm-hmm. and that was an amazing trip. Also, um, did, did you meet anybody there? That we did meet Jimmy Russell himself. Wow! Did you? Yes, All right, we did. very very nice guy. Yeah, yeah. He was just sitting in the the room, the entrance way, as we were coming out. And, you know. Here he is, I the think, king of bourbon. And I think he's officially he's retired now, but he's still there every day. Oh, yeah. 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 He because, still does all the tasting for mm-hmm. every single barrel that goes out of there. So, <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. That's a lot of barrels. That's why he was so happy. Sampling. <laughs> he has one whole room that's about this size that is nothing but samples. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. There. He sat for a half hour, asked, answered yeah. every one of our questions, told us stories. I mean, yeah. he still just loves it. He, he I mean, he, the area, the way everything's changing. It was, it was a, I mean, it yeah. was just, uh, 
it still doesn't feel real that, I mean, that's who you're sitting there talking to. Right. Uh-huh. That, that's amazing. I, I know y'all feel the same way about us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know y'all haven't, y'all haven't gone to every place on the bourbon trail. What, what have y'all not gone to yet? What are y'all looking forward to go to, going to? We didn't do, we talked about this earlier. We didn't do it. We haven't gone to Jim Beam, which is probably one of the larger ones as you drive through there and see. I've yeah. been to Mictors. You haven't been to Mictors. I haven't been to Mictors. Let's go there. We were at Heaven Hill for just a few moments in the souvenir shop. Um, didn't get a chance to go on that uh, tour. I'd like to do that sometime. Uh, Heaven Hill has a few that I like. So, so was there, was, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say I did another one that Brad didn't get to go on, but Castle and Key, which is one of the oldest distilleries in Kentucky uh-huh. that they've recently reopened. They don't have bourbon yet. They're aging. They're going through the process. So they're kind of doing everything else, but slowly restoring it was a great place. And I've probably been to Maker's Mark three times now, which <laughs> is on my top list of a fun place to visit. It's very interactive. Ca- uh, Castle and Key, didn't that used to be, it used to be something else. It was where, it? um, it was where Blanton started and then came through. Oh, it okay. came from. So that recipe moved up to Buffalo trace from okay. that, from that area. And the, it was Tycoon owned it. I mean, he used to have a private train. He would bring his guests in on a train. He'd oh, well. wine and dine them. They'd all get handed a glass of bourbon as soon as they got off the train. It's a great story. If if you're there and there's three you can go to, that has to be one of the three you go see. Okay. Really one of the great other two. Story. Uh, I would say Makers and Buffalo Trace are yeah. probably the, the have-tos. Makers has a lot of art in it, right? Like, yes, they do. Yeah, it's, I and there's two again. Tours. I've not been, but you, right. you know, I, I tend to obsess over things. I, I don't know if you knew that about me. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard rumors. There's two tours: one for the lighthearted, and one that really. And we we couldn't. It was sold out when we went to get it. But there's a whole behind the scenes where they take you really back into where the water comes from, all the processing. It's right. it's very immerses you into it. I'd still we still need to do that. And they were generous with the pours on the samples. Oh, they were. <laughs> That is, yeah. And you get to make, you can buy bottles on the way out. You can dip your own wax and and, and do everything on the, in, in the gift shop. Oh, that's very cool. Yep. Um, so on, on the bottles that you get there, um, are they a different, are they are they a lower price, about the same price what you pay in the store? They're retail. Yeah. Are they retail? Mm-hmm. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when you go to those distilleries, though, they'll have just special runs right. that you can purchase just there. That's what we used to do with the Willet at the time. Mm-hmm. How many family reserve? Gonna... How many family reserves have we had that probably would be worth uh, thousands now? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to go back and have all those bottles. <laughs> no, would you though? Because uh, sure, they're worth thousands, but you would never it's, taste them. You're again. still going to drink them. It's yeah. meant yeah. to drink. It's yeah. meant to drink. You're yeah, right. that, that's what I was talking about. The Larue and the, the Stag that we yeah we we're going to have to drink those. Yeah, we, we're, we're drinking them. We I, I know we could get money off of them, but we got to drink those. I, who, where are we going to try those? Right. Anywhere else? First Other off, Joanne's house. Joanne's listening to this, and now there's money involved. So no, it's only so like, we're going to have to drink we, yours. We would lose money off those. Like is what I said. They would be about $50 a piece. Yeah. You see how he helps you see how he helps me. <laughs> These were yeah. amazing bourbons that don't exist anymore. Yeah. So, so we'd like to go back and get those again. Well, if we could. Get, yeah. To try them. Yeah. I, yeah. Not to sell them off. I, I don't understand. I do. If people need money, I understand selling them off. But if you, if you get your hands on an amazing bourbon that nobody, that, that's rare, drink it and share it. Yeah, yeah that's my thing. I like to have people and experience that, yeah. that whole thing if they haven't had it before. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's the thing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Bourbon, similar to uh, to beer, bourbon, whiskey, whatever. It, it's it's a, it's about 
drinking it with friends, mm-hmm. hanging out, uh, people that you enjoy. So, yeah, it's it brings people together. Mm-hmm. In, you know. Yeah. Some nights it's scotch by fire. Some nights it's bourbon. No, it's never scotch. Oh, <laughs> it scotch, is never scotch, scotch is its own magic. Yeah. Scotch, yeah. Scotch, gotta, scotch, scotch, scotch. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> a whole other argument we got to have yeah. with Chip. Yeah. 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 I actually made, him, show. actually made him taste test a, 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 a scotch for National Scotch Day last week, two weeks yeah. ago. I forget. Uh, last week. Last Valentine's. week. Uh, it was a Valentine's from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um 1980s <laughs> with Valentine's you gotta you gotta declare uh, and it it, it, it was alright did you die no okay then get I a mean, bottle to, of Balvini just find a spot am, and so then I am drink a, it all in one sitting it's, yeah, a, it's a great night. I am not a I'm not a scotch guy it's it's a taste that you you have to from the you can either acquire it or you have to have it from the beginning I'm a bourbon whiskey guy in mm-hmm. beer of course but um Scott's the peatiness of it just gets me. It, yeah. It's got too much of a bite for me. Yep. There's the breadth in Scotch also. Oh, it's I much know. like bourbon. So, mm-hmm. I mean, some of the heavy peats, yeah. some of them mm-hmm. are the more floral. So, the Japanese whiskeys, for instance, yes. are a great one also. The Hibikis. Mm-hmm. The, I, uh, a while back, th- this was a long while back, um, I got a hold of a Scotch sampler pack. There was 10 bottles in this, and it went from light peatiness to it, it was from different regions and you know different regions mm-hmm. make it different ways i found some that i actually really liked a lot of them i did not yeah but yeah there, there were some just you know like most things you're gonna find stuff that you like well, i'm Quite sure there's a few beers you've argued over that no it's really good and you have people tell you that it's not i mean that's no just, but he's got one he's got one that he cannot stand oh i, I won't drink yeah stella stella, oh, stella yeah yeah i that's one of the only bear beers that I've uh, sat down and walked away from. Really? Yes. In, in more than once. You're rare. I've not heard. I've not heard anybody say that. So yeah. Well, rare. the other people are not. <laughs> they're, very they're lying. Know what they're, they're, talking. they're lying. <laughs> they're, they're goofballs. You know, we got a, we got another song coming up, but and and I want you to, to to talk about this band a little bit. Yeah. But before you do, uh, when we come back from the song, uh-huh. I have a bottle of. Uh, Austin, Austin 101. 101, and this is a uh, a new product uh, made in the Austin area. It it's it's hard to it's hard to classify. It's a whiskey. Uh, they don't. It's not produced in a traditional manner. I've not seen how they do it. I, I've read up on it. Near as I can tell, it, it's it's steam distilled. I don't know how that's different. It's aged differently. They use. Uh, uh, they, they reuse oak barrels. They don't use they don't use origi- or original new char. Uh, they, they just do a bunch of things that other people don't. And the reviews I've read on it are really good. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe you know we'd give the uh, the experts here a taste and and see what they think about it. Heck yeah, that's a great idea. We'll we'll pour some and try that. Uh, this band coming up is the uh, James Lee band. When I when I was younger, like. Really younger, I was 21 years old. I lived in Nebraska for a year. That's a really long story. Won't get into that. But uh, I've well, got for legal reasons. Yeah, I've got people that I consider family up in this small town of Greeley, Nebraska. Uh, two of the kids that are in this band, um, I played softball with their dads. Uh, I, I won't say last names, but Tom and, and James, um, and t- uh, Trevor, who's the guitar player. In this band, I I remember sitting there playing uh, video games with him at, at his parents' house. So it, it's really cool. They're coming up. They're doing a great job. Uh, this is called uh, Country Drunk. The James Lee Band, they're based out of Nebraska. 
You're listening to the Drinking Texas Radio Show with Chip and Mike. No, Mr. Chip, not here. On KBSR. No, no. Black Sparrow Digital Radio. No, no Sparrow. In Taylor, Texas. Mr. Chip, not here. But no. I, I am Mr. Chip. No, we need more lemon pledge. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we still got to get that pledge. All right. Hey, we are back, and we are drinking. Um, turn that bottle around. There you go, Austin 101. It's called light whiskey, um, which is kind of deceptive. I nope, mean, it's not. <laughs> well, because it, it implies something like a light beer, like it's a low calorie or a low alcohol or a low. No, no, it's 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 light, like sunshine in a bottle. Um, but uh, don't take my word for it. Uh, we we've passed it around and, and we've tried it. And um, I need an opinion. Who wants to go, Scott? So it says here on the bottle, steam distilled at a higher proof to create a unique taste and a smooth finish. And I'll agree a hundred percent with a smooth finish. It has almost a what we described as a butterscotch floral note up front. Right. It tastes sweet as soon as it hits your tongue, and it, it just it's very clean on the backside. It's uh, very enjoyable, and I'm, I'm impressed. Brad, mm-hmm. what do you think? Well, looking at the bottle, I see it's a light color, and usually I associate that with, you know, high corn, just like that's not – it's a younger mm-hmm. whiskey. But this one, it has a really unique flavor. I give it, like, a honey flavor. Okay. That's what I'm pulling out of that. But um, even though it's a higher proof, it you don't feel that burn or anything. Yeah, no, you don't get you don't get that at all. Yeah, no, it's a nice finish. Yeah, it, it's got a really light taste. It's uh, I mean, it's deceptively uh, powerful. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's it's one on one, but uh, you know, it drinks it drinks easier than like a fireball. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's uh, yeah, it, it does have a, it does have that sweet note which. I I like, but I think it would get to me after a while. But I, I would get used to it. I could probably we'll see. That. We'll I see. There's that. a whole bottle there. Yeah. I've had some, uh, like, a moonshine memory of it. Like, it just has that sweetness to it. Not that I've ever had moonshine because it's not legal. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the legal Missouri stuff. But it, it really does have that sweetness to it, like uh, uh, a well-finished uh, moonshine with a flavoring to it. Yeah. I, yeah I, you know you can, buy, you can buy moonshine at the store now. You can? Yeah. There's there's tons of moonshine that you can buy at the uh, store. Okay, mm. well, not not mine. Not in my oh, section. Not, I mean, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> not uh, yeah, not the stuff you had last yeah, night. Not but, the stuff but, I had last night. Uh, yeah, it, you, you know, I, I think, and and I don't know if this is a, a a pro or a con. I think it smells a lot sweeter than it tastes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and you know, so you might you might sniff it and go, oh, it's just a little sickeningly sweet, but it, it, the taste is just. But if they got that flavor without adding, adding like the Tennessee honey or mm-hmm. any of that, that's that's impressive. It's it's very good. I don't Beautiful. maybe that comes out of the reused whiskey barrel. Maybe it's uh, whoever they're using the taste they're pulling from. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. So, uh, unanimous, yeah, on the uh, Austin one hundred and one. Yeah, yeah, I would I would say definitely yes. Recommend it. The opinions of the Drinking Texas Radio Show do not reflect the opinions on KBSR as a whole. Remember, these guys are probably really drunk. I wouldn't say really yet. Yeah. I wouldn't say probably ever. <laughs> anyway. <No. laughs> well, so, see, I thought we were going to get snapped on right there. He thought better of it. No. I was kind of probably, maybe a little bit. <laughs> I mean, we're working on it. Well, since yeah. we since we've got our experts here, let's let's take advantage. Uh, yeah. Let's say you got not like of them, but oh, okay. Well, then, do you have a question? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no. Um. 
so let's say uh, people are listening to us and they're getting charged up and they're like, hey, I got to go get a bourbon, but I don't know what to get. What's a nice value bourbon, something that's not going to kill you? Uh, you don't know if you're going to like it or not. You don't want to spend too much money. Some kind of a starter. starter uh, let's call yeah. it a starter or a, or a into, the, into the paycheck week. or um, Yeah, always start with makers. <laughs> I mean, it's just the middle of the road. <laughs> Great starter bourbon to get people kind yeah. of acclimated to it. And sweeter side, so more people kind of gravitate towards that as they're mm-hmm. starting their journey. Um, my myself, I like the wild turkey, the one hundred ones, the oh. single barrels. Have um, you have you tried the Long Branch? Yes. Yeah. Your thoughts on that? Um, it, it's okay. Okay. I don't like it as well as I like the like Russell's single barrel. Well, right. Just yeah. not a big McConaughey fan. Hey, you know, what it you is. know, uh, McConaughey is a sponsor of this show. And a very good friend of ours. Is he? Yeah. So no. you son of a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. We don't even know. <laughs> I'm no. kidding. Yeah. No. Although, uh, no, I, Russell, when we did meet him, uh, he was telling us all about the so stories I, I, when he I was actually, in. Yeah. I actually have to agree with you on the on that one. Yeah. No, I yeah. do. I like that one. I like it, but it's not, I mean, eh. It's, it's I, not my favorite. Go ahead. Yeah, it's I'm, not a value. No, it's not value. Okay, no. It's not my yeah. favorite. It's yeah. not bad, but I would say for that money, right. there's some other ones that I would gravitate towards. Well, that's that's wild turkey one hundred and one. That's that's funny because I um I, I've come to bourbon lately. I've been a beer drinker my whole life, my whole life. That's a different story. Um and uh, uh we threw a party, a Christmas party, and and our next door neighbor who was new, you know, we didn't know them real well. We invited them over, and he he brought me a bottle of wild turkey one hundred and one. And I'm not drinking whiskey at the time, and I'm just like turkey <laughs> i guess i can mix this with coke i ended up loving that bottle <laughs> that was that's actually one of the things that just got me into uh drinking bourbon now yeah. so uh yeah uh, yeah, yeah high praise as i started again it was the mixed you know mm-hmm. coke and whiskey mm-hmm. and it was yeah. wild turkey and then i got rid of the coke and said hey this is pretty good by itself <laughs> exactly yeah. so with even in the last six months since we did our tour down there i had the same I'm not going to like this. I, I not at all. I'm not. And we went on that tour and it's uh, possibly one of my favorites now. And I just, I never gave it a chance. I just automatically assume that's the cheap value brand. You throw some Coke in it. It's yeah. not real. And it's an uh, amazing bottle. Yeah. It's, it's uh, grandpa used to drink Jack Daniels in, in uh, wild Turkey. Mm-hmm. And I, I associate it with mixing it with Coke mm-hmm. uh, and cheaper on the cheaper end. But I also associate like uh, old, old uh, crow, with that as well, but we did that blind taste test, and that's the one I picked. Is I wouldn't. There's no way that I would normally buy Old Crow because you know I'm a I'm a prissy prissy right. guy. No, <laughs> um, I'm ex, I'm expensive. I'm an expensive date. I'm not right. drinking Old Crow. Bullshit. I mean, God, yeah. that's good stuff for like. What'd you say it was today? Eleven dollars. Eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine on the bottom shelf. Yeah. There was a, there's like seven bottles down there. Yeah. And, and there's there's old granddad bonded. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's, See, that yeah. would be that would be my pick. Either that one or even the Evan Williams uh, bottle and bond, a hundred proof. Yeah, you're you're not going to pay twenty dollars for those, and uh, they stand up. They really but stand if, up. And if you can find it, like what Brad talked about earlier, like you start with the bourbons and the whiskeys, but uh, the rye, if you get kind of that peppery taste, and some people don't like rye, it's, mm-hmm. it can be really strong and hit your tongue. Michter's has a great bottle of rye. It's $30, $30 $40 if you can find it. Right. Great starter bottle. It doesn't have that heavy peppery note. It's mm-hmm. very easy to drink. And that is my, 
if you said you can take three bottles with you, I'd take I'd take one of those bottles with me because so, I love the Michter's rye. So I'm I'm going to throw out a, a value bourbon and rye um, that you can find at least in Texas. You can find everywhere. I, I assume you can find it here. Bullet. Bullet. Yes. No? Yeah, it, yeah. It's one of those that you just overlook because you know it's bullet. Mm-hmm. It, but it it it's you know exactly what you're going to get. It's it's not the best, but it's really good, mm-hmm. and it's it's every bottle you have is going to taste. Very similar. And, they, and when we're doing the bourbon tour, and you talked about that earlier, you go in and they'll tell you up front, this is meant for, you know, you can drink it straight, but it's more meant to, you, you throw a little bit of whatever you're, if it's Pepsi, Coke, whatever right. you want to throw in it. And then they get to their single barrels and their batches right. and everything else as you go through it. And and I agree with Bullet. Bullet is, is one of those, you can just throw it on some ice and let it melt just a little bit. And it's yeah. a great, it's a great drink. And there's so, so many values at different price points also. Yeah. So yeah. Buffalo Chase would be another mm-hmm. one. Oh, that's a good one. That before. That's a good one, yes. Um, barrel bourbon is one. It's more on the higher end, probably in the $60 range, but right. it's a great value for it. Peerless, also. and you're starting to see that a lot. That's a nice That's Peerless. a nice bottle, too. It's a neat, just kind of a round bottle. It's uh it's uh, it, the it kind of looks like a water cooler bottle, like okay. a sparklets exactly. bottle. Yeah, okay, but you know, in miniature. What are those right. old Mickey's? Remember yeah. the Mickey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like it looks like a grown up Mickey's <laughs> bottle. <laughs> uh, and, and you can't find it anymore. And I wish people would stop buying it. But Eagle Rare. Oh yeah, it, I heard it, you had some. Uh yeah, I've I've got. Man, I used to have five bottles. I gave a couple away. I think I only have two now, which is is painful. I've, yeah, I've got two right now, and I'm... and you can't find it. Yeah. It's it's one of those weird things when you find it. There's ten bottles, and you know you should buy them all, but then your mind starts going, "Well, if there's ten bottles, there's." They've got to be around for a while. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you guys a question? So, you can ask it's, so, and it's it's a grown word, but I I developed a gluten allergy years uh-huh. ago to where I was a huge craft beer fan. Loved it. Loved all the IPAs. I like trying different things. Different times of year, you drink. I can't have it anymore. So whiskey has become right. my new kind of craft. But what? How do you decide? So you can drink everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you and you have great beers. You're chasing here now. What make? How do you go from this is a beer night, this is a whiskey night? What do you? How do you transfer back and forth? When do you decide to move between the two? So, um, God, I wish I wish uh, we had that song loaded. It's time to switch to whiskey. We've been drinking beer all night. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's one of it's one of those things. We we drink. We don't always just drink beer or just drink whiskey. We'll mm-hmm. we'll have nights to where in and I use this we because we hang out a lot. We're not we're not just. Lovers, you know, we're, but. yeah, we're <laughs> not just lovers. Uh, <laughs> God damn, Mike. Uh, but bring it back uh, in as yeah. he grabs his heart. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I love you so much, man. Um, but we hang out. You know, we're friends. We we don't just do drinking Texas. We're mm. we're actual friends that hang out quite a bit. So we'll sit there and and uh, you know I'll, I'll show up and and Michael look at me and go whiskey. Okay. Or, you know, it, it just, or I'll show up and like, I can't, I can't drink beer tonight. It's just one of those, you know, you, you know, it. You, you just, just, the mood, it just, it's, it's, it's a right. mood. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it depends on the atmosphere too. It's a yeah. feeling. During the ball yeah. game, yeah, I'm going to have yeah. a beer. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't drink beer at a ball game, but you know. You, Technically you can. <laughs> well, I mean, beer, beer, yes, I'm sorry. Beer, whiskey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, no, you can't yeah. I mean, unless they, yeah. as long as they catch you with that flask. All right. But yeah, see, for me, it's 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 more of a it's it's a mood. It's 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 a mood. It, if uh, 
if if I'm going to be mellow from here on out, if I'm just going to sip and hang and watch a bonfire or what, that's going to be a whiskey. Yeah. If if we're doing stuff, we're meeting people, we're moving, we're we're working on something. That's beer. Hot summer day. So, you're yeah. Golfing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Golfing. That's usually that's beer. Some. Mm-hmm. You know, I, far, I told you I have a screw top bottle in the golf bag. Right. So yeah. So you know, someday it all depends. If uh, our if our friend Clint comes over with six bottles to sample, <laughs> then hammers all six of them and then passes out on the on the side. Um, I mean, that's that's whiskey. I we guess. we switched to beer at that point. They <laughs> yeah, like, holy crap! Like, oh okay. my god, we can't be. Would well, you say you typically start out with beer though? I mean, is that typically beer, yes? Beer, even if beer. even if it's going to be a whiskey night, yep. I will have a beer and then I'll get into. So the it's more of a mood change as the mm-hmm. evening goes on. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I just wonder that, like, because I think about it all. I'm like, there's. I mean, barbecue, you drink a beer, right? You right. don't throw a whiskey. You're not outside in the heat drinking. Well, I do, but. Um. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> More ice. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, 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 all that, it's all that feeling. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. It's all that feeling. That, that's good radio right there, Mike. Um, <laughs> Wait. What? This is radio. What yeah. are those cameras doing? Eh, that's for later. Oh, jeez. Um, but, yeah, it, it's all that. Okay. Yeah. When, when you're out about it also who you're with too i so. just i will say i love whiskey i miss beer so that's uh that's where we're at yeah <laughs> beer's fantastic there's just like whiskey with um so many new distilleries opening up or at least before the covid they were opening up and, and doing great jobs yeah um oh yeah with with beer there's so many new breweries open up mm-hmm. all the time at one point there were 65 breweries within austin proper that that's not counting Dripping Springs, Round Rock. Yeah, the surrounding yeah. territories. That's, that's just just the Austin city proper. Sixty five breweries, which is nuts. And and you think there's there's no way that that many breweries can survive without the COVID, without the governor saying that you know breweries have to shut down because you're going to kill everybody, which is complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. Y'all y'all are proving it here in St. Louis. <laughs> Your bars are open. Your breweries, I assume, are open. But people, this is not a COVID hotspot. To say that Austin and, and Texas in general, I know that it's, I don't mean to be, we're not political. I'm just no, saying. He's, that, no, he's really not. But, I mean, it's just, it's just bullshit. He's killing, he's killing the brewery industry and the distillery, distillery industry in Texas because he's doing this shit. Um, but they could survive because there's so, there's so much room there's so many people drinking drinking uh craft beer and there's so many people drinking craft whiskeys that these places can survive i mean eventually the weaker ones are going to have to fade out just like in every business right but um i think you also have a easier barrier to entry for beer yes Mm -hmm. absolutely because you have to age the barrels for whiskey for Mm -hmm. years and years and years before you can get a return that's why most of them start with vodka or right or or bringing it in from uh yeah, uh, bringing in from a, a different um, brewer, uh, different distillery, like up in Indianapolis. A lot of people bring in their their uh, mix from there. Yeah, they source it, bring yeah. it in, mix it how they want, maybe right. rebarrel it and, and put it out. Right, yeah. you yeah. have to. Yeah, especially when you're getting started. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, I, I mean, I, I agree with 100. percent And the, a good distributor, and you find like even when you go on yep. the trail, you can't get it here. I'd yeah. love to have, I talked about Castle and Key, great gin. They're not oh. to bourbon yet. You can't get it here yet. And so as they get into these distributors, Rabbit Hole, uh, he was a professor out of uh, Louisville, mm-hmm. started, 
out in his barn with a still, started making his own stuff, and decided this is really what I want to do. Rabbit Hole is a great bourbon mm-hmm. whiskey. We we did a About tour three there. Bottles on the tour, and um, <laughs> I mean it's in St. Louis now. I mean so. If the distributors will pick up more of these small brands like the ones you love and, and, right. and bring it out of, I mean, if you have that many in Texas, how do you get them here? In, and Missouri's got its own so, group. Of, right, like, right. How do you get it spread out? How do you? So with the with the you're touching on the distributor part that that is the difficult part because Oklahoma. I'll, I'll use Oklahoma for example. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a group that controls the distribution of alcohol in general within Oklahoma. If you come in, if if we were, if me and Mike were to try to start a distribution company, and bring bourbon, just, let's say, just say bourbon, up to Oklahoma from Texas, this group would shut us down quick. So that's that's a roadblock right there. Same thing. Same thing with beers, right? You have to grease the wheels, or yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. a lot. And it's not just I, I use Oklahoma as an example because I know that for a fact. It's like that all over the place. So yeah, many are state um, controlled. So. Yeah. Um, Louisiana, we've got friends that have, uh, breweries in Louisiana. They had to shut down their, not the, they didn't shut down, but they had to stop the brewery itself and go to a brew pub, had to stop the distribution and move to a brew pub because the distribution laws within Louisiana are so horrible that they couldn't survive as a brewery without, without a ton of backing Mm -hmm. and you're not going to get the return back that you're putting into it. So they decided to do a brew pub. Um, Tennessee is a little bit better, but it's, it's like that all over the place. It, right. There's so many roadblocks in place to, to force people to essentially fail that, you know, it, it's tough to make it And the people that do in, in um, anybody that says like the car box, the um, who, Oh, revolvers, our sellouts, kiss my ass, man. Because right. they, they had a they had a great product, they had a great business plan, had great marketing. Got to the point where they had to either figure out that they were going to take additional burden upon themselves and take the risk, or Budweiser, Coors, Miller, whoever is going to come in and give them a ton of money to do the same thing and keep expanding. I mean, but they have to to survive. Right? Oh yeah, because yeah. The micros are killing them. Yeah, right? you, you get to that. You get to that one point, right? And if you don't hit everything perfectly, you have to get everything perfectly to get to that point. But then you're making that decision on um, it, once you get to here, right? Going up towards the mountain. Once you get towards the top, you got to make that decision. Can we continue to do everything perfectly, or this other company is going to come in and give us a buttload of money to? to do the same thing we're doing, they're going to take all the burden. We just have to brew the, brew the stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a no brainer in my opinion. Yeah, you're it, selling a recipe yeah. at that yeah. point, right? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. just giving it. Yeah. And, 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 and for me, I mean, if somebody wants to come in and offer us a lot of money for drinking Texas, I'll sell out quick. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I've, I've actually got to call him three times a day to make sure I still, <laughs> yeah. I still have a position here. Yeah. But, uh, shit, we, I, I'm sorry. We've been rambling on. I've been rambling on. We, he says we. Yeah, that's you, Mike. Uh, we've got six minutes left. Let's. We got. We got time for one more song. We do. Um, uh, what do we got? How about uh, how about uh, a little something about the Brushy Creek? Are you sure Brushy Creek? Yeah, I'll let you choose. All right, we'll do Brushy Creek. I don't care. 
KBSR is funded by the support of our members. If you would like to become a Black Sparrow member, please visit our Patreon page. Become a member and receive the exclusive invite to our quarterly members-only events. Go to www.blacksparrowmusicparlor.com for details. Hey, everybody, this is Chip with Drinking Texas Radio. Actually, it's, yeah, it's Drinking yeah, Texas Radio. You got it right I this got it time. Right. Holy shit, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, Hold hey. on, I'm marking my calendar. Um, we were joined today by Brad Spar and Scott Roush, uh, local bourbon experts up here in St. Louis. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. This was fun. We had a great time. It's been great. It was a lot of fun. Just, we appreciate yeah, you having yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and we're going to keep drinking after this. So, you know, we've got to end the show in about a minute. Uh, but if you're listening to us live right now, stick around because we've got about, oh, I don't know, 20, 25 more minutes that we can just ramble on. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do that for sure. Let's do that. All right. You don't want that one? I I don't know why you did that. Yeah, just for fun. Okay, boys, last call. Remember to keep your hands on your beer until the show comes to a full, complete stop. And thank you for choosing Drinking Texas Radio. All right. You guys need a bar. Uh, we we got an hour, so and because right, so, they rerun it, yeah, they'll you, rerun you it know, a few you, times. You know you're on right now, right? Well, you control that. I know, and you're still talking. <laughs> so uh, if you're sticking around, thanks for sticking around. This is Chip. We're this is the extended version. Wait until the end of the hour, jackass. Well, how long is the hour? Fifteen more seconds. That's ah. why I said play the song. Yeah, we're gonna do dead Stick air. Stick around. Time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. We're we're still talking. Chip's drunk. I'm not. I'm not drunk. But uh, hey, what? Go. All right. So if you're sticking around, thanks. This is the extended version of Drinking Texas. Uh, We should still be on the air. Mike's still controlling that. That was. There you go. I don't know what that was. Still on the air. That means we're still on the air. Shannon's probably. I think if you start clapping real hard, Tinkerbell will come back to life. Yeah, Shannon's probably texting you, going, "Shut up! (laughs) I got other stuff to play." But yes. What? That's all. That's all I had. But. Good God, you're killing me. <laughs> so let's get into let's get into this. Uh, we were we were talking about uh, breweries, distilleries. Um, how many distilleries are there around here in St. St. Louis? Uh, we got still six or three six thirty downtown. Yeah. Who is a startup and uh-huh. uh, he does one big release every year for a sample. Uh, small bottles, uh, great release. Uh, I would compare. I talked about earlier the Elmer T. Lee. I would compare his Rally Point to Elmer T. Lee. Really it's a great bottle. We've had great Rally bottle. Point. Yeah, it's, yeah, I brought some over for Mark. Yeah, yeah. it's it's here. We're gonna yeah. have to drink that before he gets bottle. back. Because yeah, because yeah. I don't think he's listening right now, so he doesn't even know it's here. Yeah, right. so yeah, we're definitely gonna have to drink that. Locally right. sourced. We talked about distribution and trying to get uh-huh. out of it. I think everything in Rally Point, it's, it's right here in town. It's an old Hardee's downtown, right down from it, uh, St. Louis really? Cardinals ballpark. Yeah. Oh, that's cool as shit. Yeah. Uh, so this bottle right in front of you, uh, Banner, it is all locally sourced. Those, those guys are great. They're out of a small town. It's called it's Mainer, Texas. It's but they're they're not really in Mainer. They're out in the country. Yeah, they are in a ten sh- ten building, and 
it, what what do you say? Small. Maybe maybe four thousand. Two to four thousand square feet. Yeah, yeah. If you're counting all the storage and everything, sure. So it's funny. uh, We went out there to help to help them. Was is this the? This is the batch. This is the batch. We went and helped them bottle this. Um, This exact batch. It's. uh, We drove out there. We're gonna we're gonna film there. Uh, Stephanie, who's on the show, she's not here, of course, but she showed up first and started texting us, going, "Am I in the right place?" Because this is scary as hell, and then me and me and Vicky showed up right behind her, and she was like, "Oh, thank God!" And you know, so we had to kill her, and then there, no. um, that's why she's not here. Yeah, we we walked up there, and, and we thought the same thing. Like, are we in the right place? Because this is a little, this is out there, this is weird. Um, was it a barn or like? Yeah, no, it wasn't no, it's a just barn. a little. It, it, if you, I mean, it's if you were going to drive by it, it looks like a like a storage shed, just like, like, a, like where water, you keep the equipment, like you know, a water uh, for a baseball field. Episode of True oh, okay. Detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, like yeah. a water house or a water pump house. I got gotcha. you. It's just it's just a tin building on on this land, the, but they they source everything. It's rainwater. It's corn from the fields right around there. Everything that is in that bottle is from right around. Like within two so miles. Very yeah. sustainable yes. whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, And they do a great good. job. Yeah. Y'all both had that. Yes. Well, yeah, I've Correct. drank two bottles of it now. Yeah, it's, 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 it is. It's really While we were fantastic. sitting here. You yeah. didn't see that? Well. <laughs> so this bottle right here in front of us, I I poured the liquid into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike cleaned it right before they capped it. And then... Uh, what did Stephanie do? I think she brought us sandwiches. Yeah, I think so too. So she, could this possibly like to taste the chip? Like, did you like run it across your finger before it went mm, in the bottle, or uh, do anything like not that? Not my finger. No. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into all of that. Uh oh, the cork. Oh, yeah. I just I just got a text from uh, from Mark. He said, "Don't drink his bourbon." <laughs> uh, too late. I mean, it's not like we have six bottles on the table. Right, two, four. Six, eight, eight bottles. Eight we bottles could be well on our way if we finished all of this. this yes, the, uh, if we finish all of this. <laughs> if. Then, he said uh, if. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So right. I would I would tell you that's a dream of mine. And so with Drinking Texas, and I love your logo. Uh-huh. I love everything about it. And we talked about the bourbon trail earlier. Have right. you done a roadmap for Texas? Like the must go, like started your own. I mean, you talked about all the distillers that have opened, all the different places that are in there. Is there possibly that I could go to Texas and go? Here's a map of what I need to see. I can get it. I can get it signed off on at every stop. I mean, when you do the Bourbon Trail, there's a so passport. Right, we've we've discussed that actually. Um, so so let's let's talk about that after. And if Coach Rick is is uh, listening, we yeah. Because I've heard you've <laughs> trademarked a great tagline for not it's in process in process it's not so official. i see a lot of stuff that could go with that and oh yeah i mean texas is a big state i mean yeah, it is. it's it's a country of its own it's, so yeah, I'll, what a, I'll, what a tour. it's the biggest state don't I, listen to that yeah, bullshit I will, alaska i will talk to you about that <laughs> after, after okay. this uh coach rick see we're on this we're on to something um but yeah so as far as bourbon itself uh you you were i mean how how big is your interest in bourbon you said I it's would, a dream of yours to, it's, to it's, do it. It would story? be a dream of mine to, to try my own and go through it. I have, again, we we talked about potentially some questions today and, and going through, like, what is your quest mm-hmm. and some different things. And uh, getting into this year, I feel like I've found my quest, and I've been happier since then. It's it, it's quarrying, quit worrying about what I'm going to do and enjoying what I am doing. Right. And what the the bourbon piece and everything we go through – uh, every bottle's different. Every and I think I could 
put my own stamp on it. There's things I like and don't like. The entry point's heavy, and I, uh, you guys talked about your best friends, and you do this as as a so right. Yeah, the gentleman next to me as is my fellow yeah. expert here today uh, is is my best friend, and everything we do together, I think we could find Wait, that did, point. We could did bring we our all taste just become into, best friends. It, 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 was, it was a special moment. It was a special yeah. moment. But uh, my passion in life would be to sample all of. This. <laughs> <laughs> but so the best thing is, is every just every place I've gone to, every distillery I've been to, is they have a tasting room. Uh-huh. So you're like you're walking by this window, and you're like, what's that? And they have every bottle you can think of. So when you open a distillery, right. everybody else sends you your stu- their yes. stuff to oh, yeah. try said, yes. for free. Yeah, but <laughs> that, now, That's what I want. No, hold on. Uh, in, in return, though, now, yeah, if, you, if you have a crap bottle of whiskey, they will not do that. Uh, if you have a good have, bottle of whiskey right. or bourbon, then, yeah, be, and the reason they do that is because they want your bottle of bourbon. Right. So it's not it's not share hey, and share alike, yeah, it's not right? hey yeah. try my stuff to see how good stuff it could really be it's holy shit your stuff is good I, I want that I feel like I could do that I mean it's it's I'm not a chemist but I've done chemist background things but you played one on TV <laughs> and I in, in in several large plants too so yeah. it's it's I would I'd love to have my own place I'd love to start as a local tasting room uh-huh. or a bar and do that and move up and, and earn my ranks, earn my way all the way up. I, it's, I know, I know when you get into that, it's becomes a lifestyle, right? It's a lifestyle I'm willing to go into. Okay. Mm. That's awesome. And the sourcing would be a big key. To start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's plenty of places to get the sourcing, uh, to get the, the MGP. initial yeah. yeah liquid from. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you, people have seriously made businesses doing that. I mean, didn't, uh, I, I could be talking out of my ass right here, but didn't um, oh shit uh, pig the pig one whistle pig whistle yeah. pig mm-hmm. didn't they start off like that? Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And theirs yeah. was a complete finish, not a what they got. They brought yeah. it in, finished it their way, and bottled it the way they wanted mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. So the bottom and green that we were talking talking about they they started off that way, not not a complete finish, but they started off. They had to outsource their stuff. They're getting to where they have their own right now, but they went out and found uh, the they they have the whiskey expert. They have uh, Marlene. They they have uh, you know they went out and tested tested numerous barrels and knew where to go. Mm-hmm. So they that's how. You know, they, they mix a couple different barrels in, in one double gold. I mean, you do these tours and you see it and they won't talk about it. They're like, right. okay, we're not going to show you that area because that's all our private label. People that have come in and picked the barrels out there right. Right. to private source and do, uh, you were talking about, we talked about what we we're going to talk about today in the, the Kentucky Owl. I mean, that's oh, a that's an example Kentucky of. Kentucky Owl is is good. Yeah, the rye. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Haven't had we, the rye no, yet. The, oh. No, they have a bottle out though that's not good. It's selling. It's the newest version, and it's selling for one twenty nine compared to the one ninety nine. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not, not bad, it's, but it's not yeah. the same it's, mix. No, it's, not the same. it's not the same. Yeah. And that's a tough. That'd be tough to go through and pick out and and go through and and see what you wanted to do. But uh, that's a great version. Um, the Wellers did that for a little while, I think. I mean, they had some old barrels that they mixed in with everything they do. Um, I, that's if if that's a start dream for us to go, just pick our own barrel out, bottle our own version, go through an entire rack house and get to taste <laughs> all the different barrels and right. different options of what is and what is is not good. I, I I can't even imagine 
being to that point, but I'd like to be there within the next five years. I'd love to buy my own barrel. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we I'm, could drink it in a year. I'm, I'm gonna, sure. I'm, I'm going to have yeah. to ask my wife. <laughs> About? Yeah. A barrel. A barrel. A, a barrel. Yeah. We could. So it's, it's in Kentucky spirit, we've went into a group purchase on a racehorse. So we have a racehorse that's two years. She's working her way up. Why don't we do that as a, uh, a group spirit on a, and you get so many bottles out of it and, that's and, true. and go what, on what, as a group project. Why do we have to do it on our own? Why what, don't we get right. a group what together? What comes out of a barrel? Say, Is it 110 bottles? Uh, you can right probably question. get about 200. depends on the angel share that's evaporated. A lot. Right. But yes. Okay. A lot. So, 150 there's a there's a uh, there's a uh, liquor store down in Austin that does that he's a, not allowed into <laughs> just because of the pants thing uh-huh. <laughs> um, but they do a single barrel and, and it's they go in and test out and they do this for different places and get specialized bottles mm-hmm. and they will sell them you know a little bit above what the normal price is but it's all from one barrel. You know exactly what you're going to get. Several right. of the liquor yeah. stores do that around here. Yeah. yeah. No. Actually, our, our Costco our Costco does that with uh, makers. Do they really? Oh, yeah, they do. The salt, I told you last night when we were talking about salt and smoke and some of the restaurants, same thing. They go and they source their own barrel, and that's yeah. what they serve at their bar. And it, it could be the best stuff you have, and that's the only place you can get it. Exactly. I mean, what a great... Exactly. Yeah. And, and if you put your own label on it. Yes. I mean... That's the hard part for me. I don't know. Like, again, you have a great logo coming up with what that looks like, and you see all these different examples of, of ways to do it. Oh, you that'd could, be That'd be a fun project to go through. Yeah, you could, you could come up with a fantastic logo, depending on, you know, what your name is or yeah. whatever. You've Finding got, that consistency, too. You've got to be careful, though, because, I mean, you want something eye-catching, and so you do, like, a dragon or a dinosaur or whatever, and, and then if you got the wrong person printing it, it just looks like a, you know— Penis. Smear. A yeah. smear. Yeah. A penis. Wombat. <laughs> well, actually, wombat, that's not a bad call. <laughs> we'll talk after. <laughs> wombat distillery. Oh, Lord. Wait, you just finished. What, what were you drinking? I just finished uh, the Breckenridge bourbon whiskey that Brad brought over in the single barrel. It was a great taste. No ice. Didn't need ice. It, was, was, it? it was perfect. I have not had that one yet. What are you drinking? Same thing. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, you guys you have talked me into it. Poor. I got this um, at the Breckenridge Distillery in Breckenridge, Colorado. So we are taking a tour to Colorado here in what? What are we, five weeks out now? Yeah. And we're going to go by Stranahan's. We're going to go by Breckenridge. We're going to go on the Stranahan's, are you going to taste we're, it before you buy it? He's gonna oh, you know what? Buy I am honestly going to tell them that bottle five, that, and I looked at the barrel. Number, number 19? Barrel 5,126 was awful. Barrel twelve is amazing. So maybe if you get the single digit barrel or the double digit the, barrels, yeah, that's, that's the uh, that's the way to go. Oh. I mean, it's I, I guess when you source that, everything is a flavor. And they were great people when I was out there in Denver and did the tasting. Oh yeah, we, we're they, not saying they're they were not. saying yeah, you got to try this one. This is the magic barrel. But they right sold here. some stuff that they should give people their money back. Let's be honest, <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, they're they're not the only ones. I'll, I'll tell you, Breckenridge. That. If you're listening, we you owe us a credit. It was a bad bottle. <laughs> one, there was one, and that's yeah. that's eighty dollars. I mean, that's not a cheap, yeah. That's not a cheap entry point. That's a that was a decent bottle uh, purchase. Now I had their tin cup, and and that was great. I had a good time with that. Yeah, there's there's some four roses like that. I I get a single barrel of four roses mm-hmm. did not like i go try the exact same type of bottle at mike's loved it 
So they have different mash bills, right? Right, right? Yeah, which is and they taught and they had four roses. They and so again we talk about different tours. They had good points and bad points to their tour, but what they talk about is their consist their consistency. So it's funny that you say that because they have all these points across. They had like twelve different mm-hmm. things that they say they hit every time, and each. I mean, you're in Kentucky. Everybody's making bourbon. They all said. Right. We do this and we do that, and this is why we're so good and that, and um, you you go through it. But you walk in these rack houses, I mean, and you look up, and there's six stories of right. thousands of gallons, and every point gets different heat and yeah, different so cooling and different expansion, and mm-hmm. it's, it, I mean, it really enraptures you. It's it, it's almost like Disney World for I mean, it could do this, and this is how we move it, and this is. In this area, it's lower in the it's lower on the property, and this is higher on the property. I don't know how I don't know if you had to go pick something and you knew what you liked and you went through and taste all that stuff. How you could mix all those different things right. and bring it back? I mean, Maker's Mark's doing it with their forty six, and they're they're trying to take a barrel that they can put these different staves in and change the flavor for your profile. Right, um, and, and they do a really good job with it. It's it's. To sit here with what we have ten bottles on the table, right under ten bottles, and yeah. everything is in, a, in a, a distinct different flavor, and it's all beer that was changed into whiskey, that was changed into a bourbon, and what's and it all tastes completely different. So it's speaking amazing. of speaking of beer, you said that I I want to I want to touch on that. Speaking of beer, changed to whiskey. Uh, there's one of our buddies down there uh, at Blue Bonnet. He had an IPL that. It was uh, IPL. Explain that. What's IPL? India Indian Pale Lager. Lager. So it's a lighter beer than an IPA, but a more tart beer. Not tart's the wrong word. Hoppy. Hoppy Just beer a bitter. Than a, whatever. Than a lager. Um, it hits. It hits that middle point that some people are looking for. The problem was the people that like IPAs didn't like it because it wasn't hoppy enough. The people that like lagers didn't like it because it was too hoppy. Right. So he sent it over to Banner. And they turn that into a fantastic whiskey. You can't buy it. It's he once they turned it into a whiskey, they barreled it for him. He sat on it for two years, and he bottled it himself with his own label that he created, and handed out to his friends. It. I wish I would have brought it. Mm. It is amazing. It is such. How many a bottles fl- did he end up with out of it? just two I barrels? Is I that don't what know. he? I, yeah, I, I'm not sure. But it's such a floral note on the front end, mm. and it, it tastes, you can taste kind it's of the... piney. It, it, yeah. it opens up. It's actually piney. You don't get, you don't get a whiskey that's piney. Yeah, it, it's, it's... So does he make the IPL anymore? Did no. He just no. stopped. He just, <laughs> no, he just he stopped. He couldn't yeah. move it. He yeah, couldn't he couldn't move it, it so he stopped. Now, uh, and, and the great thing about what Dave does at Blue Bonnet, and a lot of people do this, but Dave specifically, um, if he puts out a, a, a German-style... Pilsner, a, a a Vienna lager, whatever it is, it tastes exactly like it's supposed to taste. There's no variation. He does it like it's a, like the the origin, the classic. Yeah. yeah, he he does it like the the originals, like the origin calls for it to taste like. So that's what he does. Mm-hmm. So if you go to Vienna and you have a lager, you can compare it to his, and it's going to taste very similar. 
if you go to Germany, Germany to have a German style pills, it's going to taste like his because he doesn't. He doesn't it, very. It's almost like yeah. baking. It's it's yeah. very exact science. Yeah, right. exact science. Yeah, yeah, it now, just a lot nails people, it. Yeah, a lot of people don't do that with all whiskeys. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're at the lower end, you're at the higher end. There's always going to be these subtle variations, just because there's so many variables that right. go into making mm-hmm. that, and and also for storing it in the barrels. Right. Um, I've had upper end plantains where you can taste subtle differences in there. Mm-hmm. It's not as wide of a difference as you'll get in some like Stranahan's, but the key is to kind of find that <coughs> magic barrel. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that's always and the one, key, right? Yeah. Once I do, then it's like, it's okay, gone. I'm getting mm-hmm. as many yeah. as I can of that barrel. <laughs> and again, cautionary tale, Stranahan's 5,129. <laughs> Stay away from Stay that. Away from that one. <laughs> so when y'all are doing the bourbon trail uh, and we've, we've done a lot of, we haven't done the bourbon trail. We've, we've gone through a couple of uh, distilleries. We've uh, gone through a ton of breweries, did y'all find any significant differences between them as far as the process goes? Number one would be the size of those. Right. Just because the gin beam is so large. The type of still. The yeah. type of still. The okay. Still. The different Copper the stacks versus. Or the, the, yeah. the, the long stacks that are like three stories high, and right. you can see every stage that it moves through, which seems to be more modern. Yeah, and then their unique mash bills that they use. Yes, uh, okay. that's. That's the biggest thing. Where they source their water from. They almost all have their own the spring-fed water. Spring-fed water source mm-hmm. that's coming through the, this right. is the rock. It's coming through. I mean, it's, I mean, that's, that's the difference, right? Is oh, where I, the water comes from there. Way, way before I was uh, able to appreciate it, I was uh, in Tullahoma, Tennessee, uh, uh, working on, working on an article uh, for softball. Uh, that's where Worth, um, yeah. Their headquarters used to be there. They've, they've moved here. They're in St. Louis now. But back then they were there. And so they, they brought us in, us, a bunch of, uh, of, of uh, magazine you know, writers, and, and they put us up for three days, and they took us to the factory. We saw how the bats were made. They took us to the, fac- the other factory, showed us how the balls were made. We interviewed uh, you know, the owners. and, and the, it, it, was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was a beautiful, beautiful press tour. And part of what they did is they all took us to Jack Daniels. <laughs> and and ran us through there, and so I I didn't even think about because I was young. I I was not a whiskey drinker at the time, uh, but when you mentioned the water, holy crap! Those guys um, they pull everything out of a cave yeah. <laughs> over there. Yeah. But it is, is it is the greatest water I've ever that's seen. That's why the horses there are good. That's why I mean yeah. everything you look at Kentucky Blue. I mean all of that is due to. The limestone, the, the limestone, the, the filtration, the, the water, the filtration, the water. So it's, it's the perfect place to live. Yeah, a, a lot of the breweries, um, the di- the main difference between the flavor on the beer is the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our one of our favorite breweries, and this is this is horrible. They they just went under uh, skull mechanics. They actually changed the pH balance on the water depending on the area of beer that they were making like again if it was a vienna lager they they changed the ph of the of the of, local water to match to match that of vienna of vienna yeah or germany or wherever it it was amazing hopefully you, not detroit yeah, no, <laughs> so no, never I, detroit no so never the detroit. company i work for is downtown and i mentioned i've had spots where i did chemistry for a while well uh-huh. The company I work for, we are blessed. Downtown St. Louis is blessed to have Anheuser Busch just from the standpoint of the quality of water that comes through St. Louis yes. to that, mm-hmm. to where that, and that's exactly it. I mean, it's it's everything is perfect from start to finish. Whether you, 
you decide that you love Anheuser-Busch products or whatever, everything is exactly the same because the water starts out the same every time and everything through their process. Yep. Yeah, it's, great. So, Greg, uh, Soltmeyer. No. Yep. Solentrop. I know what it was. Solentrop, yes. Yeah. Now, so, we had him on a podcast, and he's, he said the same thing. Yeah. It's And they try to do that with every every uh, brewery that they open. Mm-hmm. Is make sure that the water is exactly the same because it it will it will literally change the flavor of the beer tremendously. By one point, mm-hmm. it changes the way molecules. I mean, I'm, I've been in laundries for my entire life, and even just I've chemistry and soap. Have you? Mm-hmm. And just <laughs> chemistry and soap. One one a pH change by one point changes everything that happens after that. It's it's amazing what water can. Water's powerful. I oh mean, yeah. And, and we're I mean we're drinking it now. It's flavored. It's moved through different yeah. things. It's pushed through oak. It's pushed through you know the hops. Everything that goes into it. Water is the basis for all that. And if it's not right and it's different from every area, it changes the exact change the taste mm-hmm. the consistency and, and everything it's it's yeah. uh it's why i mean if you have a still and you get to i mean it's it's where it's come from it's how it's cooled it's mm-hmm. how it's sourced it's it's oh. how good your sugar is i've got an amazing filtration <laughs> system at the house <laughs> it's it, it the underwear. test right now mm. right it, it's Mike's underwear. That's what he filled. <laughs> it's, it's not. You, you filter it throughout. You filter it. It's if you drink not stuff necessarily true. <laughs> I just want to note that this is our 11th show. 11th show. 11th show. First time the word molecule. Molecule. Molecule has appeared on our air. Mark that down. Vicky, mark this. Mark mm-hmm. this down. Just, you know. And I'd like to say I, was, I overheard the Sullen Trip interview last time you were here, and mm-hmm. I was in the background, and... What an amazing guest! I mean, how often do you get somebody that's oh that gosh. involved in such a big operation? And uh, on, yeah, on that level, yeah, and, and truly in this time, right? I mean, we're talking about changes in industry and everything mm-hmm. else, and mm-hmm. uh, how much beer went to waste through the. We, we oh, actually tried see, to. We can't. We can't. We can't say talk that about that, but we can't was, say that number. They can't but say a number, but it's amazing how much huge. beer was huge. Holy shit! Because you, of the restaurant. Did you hear that? Industry, heard about that oh my god. We 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 uh, we were hoping to see him uh, today at some point. Just to ask him what the hell is going on with that zero. Oh beer. oh, do you, do you want to be part of this? We'll okay. see him tomorrow. Do you want to be part of this taste test? Uh, we'll have to do it probably Saturday. We're going to take Budweiser, Bud Zero, Bud Light, and Bud Select, which you can only get up here. Blind taste test. Can you tell the difference? A. Can you tell which is which? And. Which is your favorite beer? I will conduct it because I can't drink it anymore. Oh, that's but right. I'd you love to watch you guys. Yeah. Well, I'd okay. love to be. Yeah. Awesome. Because uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. we On a podcast, we did a college beer test. Blind taste test. Coors, hams. Uh, hams. PBR. Uh-huh. Lone High Star. Life, High Life and Lone Star. Those five, right? Those five. Yeah, those five. Blind taste test. Can you pick which one's... Which one's which? So those are all former beers that you could buy for five ninety nine a case. Oh, you still, you still can. Yeah. No, not a case. Well, not no, case. for a six pack now. But yeah, you yeah. Just, it used to be a case. So you get yeah. like it. Recalling well, back to college, I would think the hams and the uh, Coors would be easily identified. You would think. You would think. Really? But once you, I, how many did you get? I heard this I'll, number. I'll, yeah, zero. <laughs> I zero. So what? So what happened so was my, we, we, zero. we came we came up with this idea, and uh, so we we did it. We did a podcast and we did the taste test, and it was Chip and I and 
Stephanie, our, our podcast partner, who doesn't Vic, drink no, beer. No, Vicky was on there, too. Oh, Vicky did, yeah. too. Vicky did, too. She, she's Vicky. never on air, but, but you know, she runs that, the board. that one, she was. She was. She was. So the four of us, we, we tasted all of them, and Chip got zero out of zero. five. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, which is which, you know? Yeah. I, try, try to, now, I, I got zero out of five. Yeah. I will guarantee I can pick the Coors out. Bullshit. See, that's what you said. So that would be great. That's a my dad used to bring it back by the case because you could not buy it on the east side of the Mississippi River back in the day. And I was drinking it as a kid. I think he would let me try it. Vicky got zero, right? Do you think if you didn't do such a big Probably you could do one to one and you would pick one to one, maybe, but 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 see that that's fifty percent. You can just guess. You can just guess. And on that note, on that note, I think it's once you start tasting the flavors. It messes with your. It messes uh, with your be. taste buds. Gotta, However, be. Stephanie, who doesn't drink, got two out of the five. Right? No, she drinks. She just doesn't drink. She doesn't she drink, drink beer. Beer. She um, got two. She got two. She won. So we finished the show. We're like, whoa! And 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 Vicky, whose job is to. No, 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 that was that was oh, my oh, fault. No. Actually, that was actually Chip's fault because I did not play this he particular he, chord. He didn't. He the, didn't plug. <laughs> he didn't plug in. Okay. So we did the whole show. Nothing recorded. Okay. It's like. Great. Let's do it again. Yeah. We did it again. <laughs> Actually, on the first one, I think you and I both got one. One right. Vicky may have, I think Vicky got one right. And, and Stephanie, Stephanie got, got two. two. Yeah. Second time around, we, we're going to do it again. We got this. By the Zero. way. Zero. By the way, really? hold on. The first time that we were doing this, I was drinking a hams. He was drinking a hams. So you would hams. think I would know the flavor profile yeah. of the hams. Once I tasted it, they all, it all blended it together. All went, yeah, it yeah. all went, so, it all went to yeah. shit. The hard part for me is, and I would do it with you, and I'll get sick over First it. That's off, fine. But I've never had hams. I've never had cores. How have you not had cores? Never had. I cores. understand hams because I grew. I mean, I grew up with, and my I learned how to drink on, which is sad, natural light. And when I went down to school, they put natural light in bottles, which yeah. is crazy. Oh, Those bombs, yeah. oh, and then yeah. I drank all reds, Amberbach, and I drank Killian's. Okay. That's all I drank after that. Yeah. Well, that's all right, but yeah, we did, we redid it, and where the three of us, me, Vicky, and Mike, got one right, we got zero. We got zero out of five, <laughs> and then and Stephanie, Stephanie still got two. Who was sitting there? I'm not going to say she was uh, happy at the time. <laughs> Just like okay, whatever. Okay, and on her phone texting people. Got two Do right. right. Just out so you got bullshit. a one out of five guess. Right? Uh, we Just call that checking the ice. Yeah. We're going to go check the yeah. ice. But but I would say that. But she won it twice. Twice. She beat us the twice. The first two times that she's had all these beers, she's like, oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. How'd I do? You got two out of two out of five. God dang it! Maybe she should be on the air more. Yeah, you sure she doesn't go home and just pound <laughs> beers all day? No, I know it's it's wine it's uh, wine and whiskey. That's all she does. That's all she does. And yeah. sours, she'll drink sours. Oh, she'll drink she's sours. she's the one in our group that'll take that bullet because I don't, I don't drink those. Oh, seltzers? Are we a oh, seltzer? Yeah. Is that a bad Vicky word? Vicky will drink so Vicky right now. She's into the seltzer stuff. That's what I also want to talk to Solid Trop about. Um, they got a good product. I do like it. Yeah. So we are, how, how far are we down? We got a minute and a half. And you got to pee. Like, 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 like <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he's he's heading off to use the bathroom. Um, yeah, we got a minute and a half. Yeah, I'm, I will not drink a, I will not drink it. But it's a huge market. It's, and Solentrop said uh, he thinks it might take over the light beer market. It's, it's moving. I mean, what you see it coming through, everybody has one. Corona has one. Yep. Bud Light, out of all the ones I tried, and I, and I don't like them, 
I yeah. like it. It's it's but I like, can drink a can and it's refreshing. It's enjoyable. Yeah. What a great uh, and but man, they're filling. I don't know how you drink a like sit and drink a bunch have, of. Them. Have you had Have you had one? I don't really care for them, but you, my wife, she's changed from you, wine. You, to those. you, sir, are a man. Yeah, you, sir, are not. I, I'm I, just kidding. I drink whatever is available. I'm kidding. I mean, I, I mean, sometimes yeah. some bars run out of whiskey. It's weird to think about. But <laughs> yeah, they don't. They do. No, they do not. Well, if, if you haven't no, done they, enough to. <laughs> they, they run out of land. Maker's Mark. They run out of Woodford. And yeah, then you're and like, we've got about got 30 left? seconds left. So I've enjoyed it. Thank yeah, you very thanks. much for oh, having me. It was a blast. Yeah, y'all, you guys are great. Thanks for coming on. That was Brad Spar and Scott Roush. I'm Chip. That was Mike. He's peeing right now. And I guess we need to sign off. Thanks for listening. If you're still around, that's probably just Vicky and, you know, one or two other people. But who cares? Thanks. We had a great time. Okay, boys. Last call. Remember to keep your hands on your beer until the show comes to a full, complete stop. And thank you for choosing Drinking Texas.